That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Your good time with the good time. It is time for the annual Beaver preseason breakdown with our good friends, as always, Tony Sherwood and Devin Hudnall the third. Happy to be here, as always. Thanks for having me on. It's a good day to be a Beaver, aren't they all? It is uh, not. A great day to be in the Pac-12, though. <laughs> Let's start with the elephant in the room. The Pac-12 <laughs> is dead. Pac-12 dead. Uh, it's dead. I mean, as far as we can tell. <laughs> Our four teams holding strong. We got the Beavs. Our brethren to the North Washington State, the Cougs. And then the fucking prissy prima donna Stahlen Canford. Canford. Calvin Stanford, baby. So. Yeah, this rate Dayton High School might be able to get into the Pac-12. They, they sent out an offer, but uh, <laughs> Dayton wasn't really ready to accept. <laughs> they wanted to see the numbers first. Yeah, they're not. They're even not sure about that Apple deal. If we had Dewey, if we still had Dewey, that'd be a shot, and that's a fact. I know. I can see Bill Walton uh, announcing all the Dayton home football games. Uh, <laughs> I'll get on board with that little tie-dye shirt. Um, so, yeah, let's. I don't. I don't even know where to start. I just know that uh, it is Sunday, August sixth, and all of the news. It was fucking as back and forth as anything could ever be, and then the news fully dropped on August fourth. Yeah. That everybody's leaving, except for us. Four. <laughs> except for us. Because we've. <laughs> it's so frustrating because I said that. Uh, that chart of the most passionate fan bases. And of course, us, we were at number one. Wazoo was at number two. Everybody else can go fuck themselves. And yet, we're the ones that are left, left behind. We've got the strongest fan bases by far. Yeah. We've got the only okay. fan bases that, most, if we actually got screwed, would still stick with the team. We have the most loyal, I wouldn't say strongest. What like, well, in num- like, we don't have the most numbers. No. But no. we have the most faith. As long as I just mean in terms of spirit. And faith, yeah. And a court- Agreed. I think that's every game this season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got a brand new stadium. Good thing. Tony, this is what... Oh, Tony, this is what I was going to ask you earlier, but I said I'd save it for the podcast. Bro, how electric do you think the energy is going to be in that stadium? Every oh. time one of those teams comes to town that's leaving... There, we are gonna want to fucking beat that shit out of those guys. It's gonna, oh, oh yeah, it's packed. Dude, it's gonna game. be packed and it's gonna be loud and it's gonna be angry and. and we are gonna vicious. shove it down there. Beaver fans are gonna go from being one of the most vicious cockfight. The Beaver fans are gonna go from being one of the most well known as courteous, nice to like those guys only fight people. Yeah. <laughs> 
Dude, and, and what, the last, in the last two years, we're 11-1 and one at home, I think. Our only loss in the last two years is to USC. USC barely lost. Barely. Just that extra couple yards uh, from the offensive lineman. Yeah, all that push, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that push, that was all it is. Or maybe one, one less interception out of four by True. Squince Nolan. Squince Nolan. Yeah, those usually help. So I don't know. I is there any validity to teaming up the coasts? I dude, I don't. That's what it seems to me is it's either Mountain West or you hope that the Big Twelve gives us an invite. And if they do, you have to take it, no matter who's coming or who's staying. Yeah, yeah. And no matter what the half shares, whatever the shares take, are, you have to take, take it. it. I'm not getting gotcha. relegated to a second tier fucking program. No. Fuck that. No, I don't want to watch like home games against Hawaii and Nevada and no, like no. not every year for the whole season. A couple of them is good, and then you move on to the, you know, Oklahoma State, Baylor, TCU. Yeah. I mean, plenty of good teams. Yeah, can you imagine playing Fresno State every year? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, and just. It would also be doubly shitty because you'd be watching everybody who made it out all, like, getting better spots on TV, getting better recruits. And so they get a step up while we immediately step five steps down. Like, that makes it ten times worse because we don't – it's not like we're all stepping down and we all got screwed. We got to watch other people soar. Soar, yeah. And we'd have to, we'd have to watch Jonathan Smith go somewhere else. Yeah. Oh, and you know the fucking Duck fans are going to jump on our bandwagon. They're like, oh, now I can like the Beavers because they're in a different conference. And I'm going to go tell them to go to straight fucking hell. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but, like, also, that means, like, family (laughs) gatherings where you're with Duck fans. There's we don't we won't even have a leg to stand on at that point. It's no longer even going to be fun. It's no longer going to be a fun rivalry. No, it's just we have all the money and all the eyes and we've got all the players and you guys are basically forgotten. Like right now, when they feel sorry for us, it's like shut the fuck up. I we'll, hate. Yeah, but, we'll beat you this year. Like, but if they feel sorry for us, then it's like yeah, well fuck you. Like fuck it's like, you. Yeah, I feel sorry for us too. Like we can't even argue with them. Yeah, like we will, <laughs> but we don't have anything to argue on. Like, yeah, you guys had to run away from us because you knew what was coming. And it's like, we can say whatever we want. They get to just be happy that, all right, well, fine. Feel as proud as you want. We still get to play in a real conference. Yeah. You know, you know our record would be better if we didn't have to play Oklahoma or Ohio State and Michigan and Wisconsin. Dude, Go I'm, fuck yourself. You made that decision. That's what I'm so happy about. I hope they just fucking eat shit every year and go, like, eight and four. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna have some tough games. I mean, yeah, yeah. When, when you got, but there is plenty of bad teams in the Big Ten. Also, I do want to yes. say that they also will get to play Maryland Rutgers. and Wisconsin. Is down right now, Wisconsin, Purdue, Northwestern. Yeah, uh, Iowa doesn't have an offense. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's true. But they have to play Ohio State, Michigan. Penn State, Michigan State, every once in a while is good. They're still going to have to play Washington. They're still going to have to play USC. So it's like they didn't even escape. Like, they, they didn't even escape USC. They And they added three way harder schools than anyone in the Pac-12 on a regular basis, I would say. So, 
Agreed, and they want to expand more when the ACC dissolves. And so Clemson and FSU and Miami and North Carolina, they'll go either big or SEC. I but... feel like they'll go SEC probably. And then I'm hoping that we catch a life raft with the ACC and have like an Eastern Co- East Coast Conference and a West Coast Conference. And I mean, I think that's kind of cool. And stay in a Power Five that way. But I feel like even still, even still, those conferences eventually are going to die out, too. Like, I don't think... Big 12 with an East-West thing, that would be cool, too. Yeah. And even if there is, uh, ends up with two power conferences, you know, the Big 10 and the SEC, I mean, the Big 12, I feel like, has put themselves in a position to be that number three, to where it's like, if we're not in that, then eventually we'll be somewhere else. Yeah. And honestly, Stanford could go independent. Stanford has the money and the resources and everything to go independent, and they don't really care about sports that much anyways. So they might not even be looking for a home. Yeah, I agree. They can still keep the rivalries with, like, Notre Dame and things. And just USC, because yeah. Yeah, they have all the money and just the name go along with it. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, hot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that last little shot of rum was unnecessary. No. That no, was completely necessary. So what are you guys thinking is sort of, I mean, it's obviously still super new. I don't, pure speculation, what's everybody seeing? Because you guys are into it even more than me, and I've been out of cell service for the whole weekend, so I am behind. I think our I think our best bet right now is, the Big 12, but I think it's more likely, I don't know how you feel, Tony, but I think it's more likely that we end up in some sort of Mountain West Pac-12 conglomerate of random schools that goes as far east as Texas. I would agree, yeah. I don't want to play all over the fucking country. Do you want to play, though? Yeah. you want to play with the big boys? And it gets us, you know, if they do keep it five conferences, get an auto-bid, we need to be in a position to be the fifth best conference. Yeah. yeah. When I was telling Kevin this this morning, like pretty much our main objective just needs to be what does it take to be able to keep our recruits and keep Jonathan Smith because that's the only way to dig ourselves out. If we have to if we have to get rid of him because we can't afford him and we have to start over after we've just – that's going to be 20 years in the hole at least. I mean, who's well, to say that we don't win yeah. out? and get ourselves into the final four or whatnot <laughs> and then go to a shitty conference and he decides to take an offensive coordinator job in the NFL. Well, I don't, but I don't think he would if we didn't go to a shitty conference. That's the thing. Yeah, if we can afford him, I That's think he would with the Beavers for the but, long haul. I think yeah. he... But on your point, I think if we lose Jonathan Smith and we are in the shitter, I don't think it's 20 years of being in the shitter. I think it's for the rest of our existence because even... You can still only rise so high. Yeah, so. even our great seasons, it's like it's like a good Wyoming season. Does anybody give a fuck about a good Wyoming season? No. Boise State has had one good season that people gave a shit about, and it's because Josh of Oklahoma in that one bowl game. Yeah. Other than that, I can't even name another like big Boise State good year. And like you hear that Fresno State absolutely killed it in the aftermath, but you go, I wasn't paying attention to that. I had no idea they did well. Yeah. When was the last time you watched a Fresno State game that wasn't the Beavs? That's where Marcus McMarion went, right? Or Colorado. And then they won a championship? Yeah. I had no fucking idea. Or a Colorado State yeah. game. Like, when was the last time you watched any of those teams? That's where we would be. Yeah. Uh, the watch 
Watch Colorado, Colorado State in the uh, in the uh, Potato Bowl. I was in Boise that weekend. Right. Only reason I watched Colorado State. Um, Devin, that makes me even more depressed. That we would be playing in the fucking Potato Bowl. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not playing in a Potato Conference. I'm not going to Boise for a bowl game. <laughs> Yeah, they're playing University of Idaho. Go Vandals. The part of it that is extra frustrating is, so there was already obviously Pac-12 and Aptitude, but then on top of that, to multiply it, is Oregon State and Aptitude in terms of what our priorities are. Yeah. Like, I don't understand how they don't realize that having a strong football program brings you all of the money. It makes you a better school. It gets you more enrollment. If you do have a shit team, no one's going to show, like... That has no draw, and that has yeah. a big draw when you've got a good team. Yeah. Who's going to Alabama if they didn't have a good football team? Only people from Alabama. Only people from Alabama. It would be nothing if they didn't have a good football team. Well, and that's but exactly because they have a good football team, everybody wants Bama. And that's literally exactly what happened to Oregon. Yeah. Phil and I started pumping money into it. They started getting good, and people from all over the country started going there because they're Oregon. They're Nike U. Yeah. That, they should have learned from that and invested 10 years ago. Instead, 20 years ago, instead of five. Stop pushing the academic angle. I'm going to make this point, and it's going to make Kevin mad, but the second that our fraternity started saying that what we care about is grades, the entire thing blew up, and now it's closed. Well, Once you start caring about academics, no one gives a <laughs> fuck. You know what you need to pitch when you're starting to frat? You need to pitch the fact that we're winning intramurals. Yeah. We're going to win Pledge Bowl. We're going to win the fucking basketball tournament. That's what guys show people, up for. They don't show up for because we get 3.8 in this fucking frat. People that want to get good grades are going to get good grades regardless. People yeah. that want to research institutions that want to do research are going to do that regardless. Having a good football team only helps. Yeah. And it, it brings in everybody from all walks of life. You want to talk about diversity, you get that through a football program. You don't get that through academics. There's a few... Some people aren't as great at school. <laughs> Some people aren't as great at football, so I don't think you get all the diversity that you think you do as well there. But Maybe not on the squad. But. <laughs> I don't know. I I think the Mountain West would would kill us. It would. I think we'd be... We'd be defunct. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if we could for a few years and get picked up, you know, in the next realignment when the ACC collapses, because that's not that far away. Well, and if, if we if truly do have to be out in that next realignment, if yeah. we truly do get a stuck. playoff spot as a Mountain West, like as a Power Five, we could theoretically be the best team for the next two years, make the playoffs both years, and make a little bit of extra money that way. But, yeah, and then just hope to get, uh, you know, picked up when when the ACC yeah goes yeah. away, and then. Big 12 or Big 10 reaches out to us because they want Oregon to rival as well. And, you know, us in Washington State get picked up then. Or, I mean, yeah, the Mountain West can't be more than a few years or till the ACC's gone or we're just stuck there forever. Yeah. I just can't believe how easy it was to just get rid of a 108-year-old conference. Yeah. Nobody fought back. Nobody gave a shit. Nobody did anything. Like, I think, obviously... Anything related to the Beavers is the most upsetting. But just the just the fact that you, college football is all about tradition and rivalries. The fact that you can just throw that away like fucking that for TV network money is disgusting. 
And it and it's only for football. They completely ignored every <laughs> yeah. other sport. Yeah. It is only for they football. They did not give a single fuck, which is exactly why the Beavers need a good football squad. <laughs> because it is all about football. I like football. how you keep calling them a football squad. <laughs> well, because it is yeah, all about football. not making any fucking revenue. It, also, how shitty is it going to look on the Big Ten when Lincoln Riley leaves for an NFL job and USC goes through the same shitty coaching carousel they did before he got there? Yeah. Like, USC has been a joke for the last 10 years. They haven't than, been good. Other than Lincoln Riley. Yeah, last year was it. Yeah. UCLA's always been a joke. You, uh, yeah, USC was like 4-8 and eight Washington, two, two years ago. Washington has been a joke without Chris Peterson until maybe now, but they weren't that But that's good. only because of Penix, pretty much. I mean... USC is so bad that they had Coach O for like one or two years, and then he left, and then won a natty with LSU. <coughs> well, and not to mention, how lucky is Oregon that they hired um, uh, the, okay. guy, the guy that left? Oh, or Florida State. No, no, oh, Willie guy, Taggart. Willie Taggart sucked. His dream job happened to come available. They got out of that contract. Then they hire Mario Cristobal, who also sucked. Also left for Florida. His dream job comes available, so they get out of that contract, and now they got Dan Lanning. But, like, they're not necessarily known as being great coaching hires either. If Dan Lanning bolts or doesn't work out, they might go back to sucking too. And Phil Knight's not going to live forever. No. It's back. So. Hopefully he lives long enough to buy the Blazers. I Agreed. God, how also how fucking depressing is that? Everything sucks. Yeah, Dame wants out, and the Beavers uh, are looking in the face of the Mountain West. <sighs> it's Mariners going to be three games of the playoffs again. What are you going to do? It's what? a bleak time, but but we've got one more season of fucking we've Pac-12 got, Beaver football. We still have the present, baby. Yep. The present looks pretty damn good. Yeah. If you take away everything that just <laughs> happened, this is going to be a sick season very much to be excited Think about. Think about how long of a, uh, just a steam of momentum we had coming up to the season. Then right before the season, just the wind goes completely out. Right of at the, the beginning of the season is so fucked up. I mean, it, one month, one month from the beginning of games, that is fucked up. But we do have one more season, and we do have... The a, squad, a new, squad to make it happen. A new guy in the most important position that could really make a difference. Who I saw on Twitter was looking real sharp. Yeah, I was hesitant at first because it was slow news, but it sounds like he's picking it up and playing well now. And I saw somebody go, the defense is a problem. What do you got, Dev? Uh, is, so with all these teams leaving, do they? is there a penalty that they have to pay or something? Did we have anything in place to stop teams from just jumping ship whenever the fuck they want? No idea. It really seems like there's some litigation that could really be Well, because utilized. I feel like if we are one of the remaining last four, and all those teams decided to jump ship, if they have to pay penalties, I feel like that should just get split between the four teams that weren't dickheads. Well, it yeah. would, yeah. I would assume that it would go back to the conference. But also, what if we're not in the conference at that time either? Then what happens? I don't know. The money's got to go somewhere. Sure as hell not coming to me. <laughs> Good call, Dev. <laughs> we need to do some, like, 80s movie style Save the School 
kind of shenanigans. <laughs> Dude, that's what this season really is going to be. I think be. we need to start with a car wash. We're going to build. We're going to build from there. There'll be okay. We're gonna find out the right song for the perfect montage, and the movie ends with the Beavers winning the Natty. It starts with car wash. I'm I'm not gonna budge on that, (laughs) bro. Okay, but we have, as Austin likes to say, the squad. We have a squad that can make some noise this year. We got some defensive line transfers. We got an offensive line transfer that looks like is gonna have to play now because one of our guys got hurt, and we got a quarterback that hopefully is just anything better than what we had last year, and we can have, a, like, a legitimately good season. Yeah. Yeah, I think Oregon State's in a good position. I mean, DJ came from a first-year offensive coordinator who they fired. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he didn't do him any favors. And it, even when the other guy, Cade Klubnik, uh, yeah. came in for the whole game, they only put up like I don't know ten or seventeen points. I don't know. It was exactly. the same. It was the same thing as DJ kind of like he had. He made good plays, but it was inconsistent. Yeah, they didn't put anything together like the Beavers will give him the opportunity to. Let's go, baby. Heisman. Heisman. Yes, sir. Five That's bucks good. to win four hundred. Four hundred and five. Nice. Let's go, dude. But also, we we're returning the Pac-12 Freshman of the Year and one of the best running backs in the nation. And he was a true freshman last Damian year. Damian Martinez, yeah. And dude, that read option—if DJ oh, runs dude. a read option, ooh, scary, ooh, daddy. Yeah, and we got a really experienced offensive line too to help yeah. block yeah. for. Oh, losing uh, Marco Brewer, yeah, that does. But like you said, we got that transfer from Nevada who. Uh, can hopefully just slide right in. Yeah. And then, I mean, we've got to have a linebacker laying around that can run and throw the ball and catch it, right? <laughs> well, yeah. I think, I think that's DJ, buddy. I think he could play linebacker if he wanted. I also heard on the Beaver Blitz podcast that they've got somebody who is a big dude who could step into a Jack Coletto kind of role. Bro. He's like 6'6", 320 or something. Maybe not 320. He's 6'6", and something. And, uh, and... <laughs> They're like, this could be the guy. Well, and I've been seeing a lot on Twitter and Instagram and shit about um, Luke Musgrave. And, like, that was a huge thing that was missing from our offense last year was that tight end. And we got Jack Velling this year who... We've got two or three. Who played last year, but last year was a freshman and not really ready for that position. And that was such a huge drop-off. But now we've got Jack Velling who looks legit. And we got another big guy that just... Who's the guy with the funny name? Didn't funny. we have a tight end with a funny last name that was hard to say? Jack Started Velling? with an O. I don't know. Huh? I don't think so. I don't, not, I don't, not that I can remember. But we got some legit tight ends now. Our well, we got uh, the transfer from Cal, I think, Jermaine Terry. Yes. There's a former four-star guy, too, just he, super athletic. He's and huge. A lot of opportunity because he was at Cal. I mean. Yeah. Dude, let's go. I just – I, the Beavs. And we got Mascarenas coming back at yeah. linebacker. We lost space, but we got Mascarenas coming still got back. Oladapo. We got We've Oladapo. got James Rawls on the line. We've got... We've got, we got a lot of pass rushers. I've heard that the pass rush is looking good. We yeah. brought in a transfer from Wyoming. Yeah. He uh, had like six and a half sacks last year. Was that that Hawaiian uh, dude? Uh... 
I don't think so. But we also did get Tufaga from Utah. Yeah. Utah. Yeah. Dude, yeah, and but... that our pass rush is looking good against our offensive line, which I have confidence is a good offensive line. Yeah. So that's even more promising. Is Aiden Chili's ever gonna play? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say he's got. Charles, I'd say he's got a better chance at playing as of two days ago. He's got four. He's got four games that he can play, and not lose his red shirt. So I assume we'll see him. Yeah, we'll definitely see him. But we'll also see play... Davis. We'll see him. Yeah. I would prefer to see him play rather than Goldbranson. Obviously, Branson. but Goldbranson's going to be the backup. Goldbranson, in my opinion, will be the in-game backup if DJ gets hurt or something. But I think if DJ's going to be out for any extended amount of time, depending on where we're at in the season, I think they'll probably just go to Childs and see what he's got. Uh, good. How many how many years do we have with DJ? Because he only did two years at Clemson, right? I think he did three, but he could technically come back next year if he wanted and if we wanted him to. Well, one, one of those been the COVID year? Yeah. So he, he could come back next year if he wanted. I feel like he's... The NFL, though, he came here, he's going to fall out and get drafted. Well, uh, dude, it all, I, I think a lot of next year's offseason is going to depend on what happens with the conferences because we're not we're not going to be able to keep Aiden – Cole Branson fucking might even leave. Like, we're not going to be able to keep Damian Martinez for sure. Yeah. You know, we're not going to be able to keep these guys if we go down to Mountain West and they're getting NIL well, money. Didn't we already lose uh, Jam Griffin like a couple days ago? Yeah. yeah, but he was a senior and he just wasn't. He wanted more playing time. He wasn't gonna. He knew that Damian Martinez was gonna be the main guy. And Isaiah Newell is good as fuck. Yeah. Because Damian Martinez was a true freshman last year, right? Yeah, he was. It's like time. That's exciting. Yeah, I know. No, it's we're poised for an insane season, and uh, it's just frustrating that we can't sort of like look to the future like this is the beginning of a new <coughs> thing and so well it is the beginning of a new thing well it is the beginning of a new thing it just might not be a good thing but it might but our schedule but our schedule is favorable oh we didn't get a new kicker that's a problem that is a problem we still got uh Atticus Sappington, Atticus Sappington and Everett Hayes the Everett two Hayes. whitest names you could have that's true <laughs> Hayes can hit a long one, but he can't hit a 30 to 40 yarder. I yeah. know. I know. Kid's got yeah. a leg on him. At Colorado. Uh, I, I read something earlier that's, I think your brother sent the article. It's about how the Beavs can go undefeated, and that's one of the things is he's like, Hayes needs to be able to fucking kick at above 85% of his field goals. Yeah. yeah. But also, there's going to be four. Four to five games where we need him to make field goals. Yeah. Every other game is going to be a blow. So he needs to – I don't care if he only makes eight field goals this season. If they're all in those games in important moments, that's all I really care about. Yeah. Because when you look at our schedule, I really feel like this team just gets off the bus at eight and four. Yeah. Like, we just show up to the stadium the better team in eight and four. Machado went on uh... – Dirt and Sprague and said that uh, she's predicting 11 and 1. I love Andy Machado. Sounds to me like she's a coward. 
I mean, yeah, our schedule, it looks good. Uh, I think that we, we can do it. Yeah. I just think that especially because Jonathan Smith's whole thing is about everybody playing for the guy next to him, they are going to band together in the fact that they are getting absolutely railed right now, and I just think that will keep the fire lit the entire season, and it will not slow down. I think in games when we have the opportunity, we are going to run this. I don't think Jonathan is going to be polite no. and nice this year. I think if he has the opportunity. No. Especially as a former B. He's but. putting his foot on the throat, and yeah. he's going for it. Oh, he's going to fucking beat you by 40 points and then give you the most nice, hey, good to see you, Camp, good luck to you guys next year. Yeah, he's going to be fucking John Wick with nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Dude, they killed his dog, and so he's going to kill everyone they Murdering love. people. <laughs> but, like, uh, me and Austin were talking about the other day, when US, when UCLA comes to town, because they're the first to – like, when Utah comes to town – you want to beat Utah, but you can't really be mad at Utah because they left a sinking ship. They did what we but when would have UCLA, liked to have done. But when UCLA comes to town, that's gonna with Chip Kelly. Yeah, that's gonna be a hostile environment. That is gonna be nasty. Yeah, double whammy. Yeah, get, get some on Chip Kelly too. Oh yeah, he's got fans uh, all the time while he was in Oregon. Yeah, yeah. Chip Kelly and UCLA. Yeah. It. It's gonna be scorched earth. Yeah, I do think that that Utah game, if it was a Saturday, I mean, I don't know what other matchups are are uh, that weekend, but I do feel like it could have been a college game day atmosphere for both under. And our game was on Saturday instead of Friday night. Oh no shit. Yeah, but I think I like that it's on Friday. I think that's a huge advantage for us. I hope so. I mean, we only are in WSU the week before. Got to take care of business there, but it's not like we have long travel because then it'll be a short week. Yeah, and that yeah. Short week though, you know. Exactly, and they have to travel before the game, whereas we travel the week. You know, they have to travel probably on Thursday, maybe Wednesday, which is even shorter week. Yeah, it's also a very good point. And then they have to come to our house where they it's going to be hard for them to hear. Yep. It's going to be hard for them to stop our run. It's going to be hard for them to stop our pass. <laughs> oh, dude, it's gonna. It's going to be the loudest stadium in America. Yeah. It's yeah, going to be insane. Like, uh, Jonathan Smith, like, finally got, like, his full offense, like, Thanos getting his last stone uh-huh. with DJ. Yes. Back, you know? And, all right, this is, like, my real offense. Yeah, yeah. game over. Jonathan Smith's going to save the Beavers. I don't know how, but I swear that's what's going to happen. We'll start our own conference. Dude, we just All right. to, Oh, dude. Good time at Bud's conference. No, better. Guys, better. We get the Saudis to just oh. pump the beeves. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You no. guys want to get in all American sports? Take over college football. Nothing's more beeves. American than college football. Nothing's more American than that. We're than getting all the five stars. We're going independent. And we're going to schedule Bama. We're going to schedule Georgia. We're going to schedule USC. We want and it all. we're not going to schedule Oregon because fuck them. Yeah. There's, there's no point. It's not even a competition anymore. How do we get a hold of the Saudis? Is there a 1-800 number? Uh, just say something bad about their government. They'll find you. Yeah, type in 911. They'll be able to direct you. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we're still uh, all righty then. All righty then. 
So, <laughs> so are we going to just um, – are we starting to do our position breakdowns or are we going to move into that? I think we should do the – that's what I was about to say. What, what do you think is their biggest – I think battery. my biggest question mark for positions is pretty obvious. Defensive backs? No. I, I've receiver. seen wide receiver. I yeah. just don't know. I just Bolden – and it's, I like him. That's the younger brother, him. Victor Bolden, right? Yeah, I like yeah. the guys. There's just we just have no size. So we just got a guy who's six two or six three. He's a commit. He's not. Oh, did we lose Lindsey? Yeah, but, but did he graduate he graduated? I think our size is gonna come from our tight end, so we're gonna need. Yeah, we're gonna need big tight end play, especially in the red zone. The double tight end yeah, sets all the time. Yeah, split them out. Like we can split out a tight end if we're just trying to throw a drum ball or something. Fit, you know? Yeah. Split well, someone well, out. And DJ and has a big tall guy just floating it up there. Well, and also we well, can. And are we gonna ball. run a spread? No. With DJ? No. Okay. Power eye option. Hit him in the seams. Elijah but DJ's supposed to be a guy who can move around and like oh, extend yeah. play. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the coverages are going to break down. Like, it just reminds me, might be because I'm watching the fucking quarterback show on Netflix, but Mariota, when he was at Oregon, oh, he didn't yeah. have big wide receivers. He just ran around a bunch, and then people finally got fucking open. And we've got guys for that because we've got speedsters. we got small, quick, exactly. fast, kill guys. Yeah. Well, maybe better than Tyreek Hill. So, <laughs> oh, Silas Bolton. <laughs> Silas Bolden is going to be scary this year, and Anthony Gould is going to continue to be scary and be a punt returner in the vein of Sammy Strotter. That's Clutch cool. punt return. Ooh, I like that throwback reference. Oh, yeah. No, that's what I think he's going to do. I think people sleep on Gold too much. Like, I know that he gets injured sometimes, but I think people sleep on him too much. He's so fucking fast, and he wants the ball. He's a game changer. We have incredible speed on the outside with guys that can catch. Yeah. Treshawn Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> He throws a nice ball. His knock yeah. has been 14 or yeah. Looking at the roster, I'm not familiar with the guys after those two. Uh, Montreal Hatton, Josiah Irish. You know Josiah Irish. He's been with us for like five years. Josiah Irish was spo- supposed to be a big playmaker. I just don't know if he hasn't gotten the reps or what. And he's another tiny guy. He is another tiny guy. But now with Lindsey gone, maybe he'll get those reps. I don't know. Oh, I see you right here. He's the, Irish is the only other person other than uh, Bolden and Gold in our wide receiver group that has more than 50 career offensive snaps. Yeah, there you go. That's not good. Yeah, it's a young group and some transfers too. So, I mean, hopefully there's some hidden potential. But, but I think, yeah, with our top two guys – because I don't think we're still – I don't think we're going to rely on the pass. I think it's still going to be very much run heavy. And It'll probably be – we'll probably have to run two tight end sets then and I then double should. that. I think we probably will. Most I think we the should. Time. We have two very dynamic blocking and catching tight ends, so I yeah. think that's an advantage anyways. Linebackers won't be able to keep up with them. Corners won't be able to stop the run, so I think that's a matchup. And Jonathan Smith absolutely knows how to cater his playbook to the offense he's working with. And I know that Trent See, That's what I like about him. I hate coaches that are like, I'm going to run my offense because this is my offense, but they don't have the personnel for it. That's what's made us so successful under Smith is that he takes what he's given. Yeah. He's not, he doesn't have a set offense. He's just going to run the offense that works best with the people he has. And with recruiting, he's just trying to go out and get 
the best guys he can. I don't give a shit if you fit my scheme or not. I'll make my scheme fit your yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know Trent Bray is going to have our defense flying around. I am concerned about the secondary, but I like Oladapo. I like our. I like Masquerade. I like guys on all levels of the defense. Alton Julian's not quite back, but he may come back in the middle of the season. Yeah. And if he does, that's a game changer for the defense. Yeah, Alton Julian was good. Yeah, that's two potential all-conference level guys. I mean, if Alton Julian comes back to the same level he was at. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you pair that with a what should be an improved pass rush, and even if it's a little bit worse than last year. You put enough pressure on someone, they'll make mistakes. Yeah, that's a fact. And last year we could put pressure. We just never. It seems like we could never just get the sack. Yeah. Or get the tipped pass, or get the, you know, hit his arm. We were always so close. Missed a lot of tackles in the backfield. Yeah. Yeah. But our yeah, defense. Yeah, we got to capitalize on it, and we have even more guys who can, you know, yeah. rotate it. Yeah. Good and better edge rushers. <laughs> Better guys up front too, and still you got Rawls and uh, oh, who's the other one that's been there forever? Hodges. What are you, oh, yeah. what are you yeah. talking about? What I was that title? D line. Oh, D line. Okay. Yeah, Rawls and Hodgins. Well, our uh, offensive line is fucking okay. stacked. Our offensive I mean, line is one of the best in the country. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, at center, we still have Levin Good. We yeah, still have Fuaga. And Gray. then <laughs> Joshua Gray. And is there, what's the other guy? The Our other guard's pretty good, too. Bloomfield. 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 No, Stark. Yeah. We'll think he has to start because, yeah, uh, Marco Brewer towards ACL. Oh, yeah. They were also talking about Riley Sharp again. I thought Riley Sharp was like, I didn't hear about him at all last year. They converted him he to tight end. Okay. And he Fuck made it. a couple of plays in the spring game. All right. Were you there? No. Oh. I watched it on YouTube a couple of times. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. <laughs> I got a sickness, Tony. All right, Let's so... See. Oh, yeah. I, I think that that covers. We also lost I, a good punter. Everywhere. It's we lost a good punter? Yeah. No punts this year. Not going to need him. <laughs> yeah. What do you need a punter for? <laughs> yeah. This is Oregon State football we're talking about. <laughs> uh, all right. Should we get into the games? I think so. Yeah. All right, first game, San Jose State, if I'm not mistaken, on yep, a Sunday. On a Sunday on ABC. ABC? Yes, sir. Yeah. Trying to get that. How the hell did we pull that? It's a Sunday. Trying to get that Trying to get that TV deal, dude. 12.30 p.m. <laughs> Prime time on a Sunday. Yeah, I'm excited. It'll be nice to have uh, us going on a Sunday. I'm going to be a little bit bummed Saturday. Yeah, uh, when everybody else playing. When everybody else playing. But Sunday, uh, it'll be fun for the first game. It's the perfect time we'll, for the we'll Beavers get, to come out and everybody's got their eyes we'll on them and go, this is what you guys eyeballs. are not going for? Are you kidding me? Oh, and they're going to fucking put up 60. Yeah, Ooh. dude, it's going to be a bloodbath. We gotta yeah. take advantage of we gotta take advantage of that because most of those guys that are doing the voting for the rankings aren't watching Pac-12 games when we start at seven eight o'clock at night. So when we're all eyes are on us, 
that will be the thing that people remember when they go to cast their votes oh, is, man. oh, shit, I remember Oregon State. They kicked the shit out of <laughs> San Jose. That quarterback looked real good. That running back looked real good. Good offensive line and a good defense. Well, and they, yeah, know, and they well. know the quarterback. Yeah. The quarterback's a familiar name to them. So if he is good, they'll be like, oh, they figured something out with this DJ guy. Yeah. His First own star power will also help elevate us if he plays to his potential. Yes. Oh, it's a symbiotic relationship. We're all trying to help each other. Like, um, when was the last time you met somebody you didn't like for the first time and then ended up liking them later? Not often. Rare. So Not you gotta much. like the you gotta like the person first or the team, and then you're gonna fall in love. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what happened with Pat McAfee during the fucking Florida game. Yeah. He fell in love with Jack Coletto and the Beavers as a whole, specifically Jack Coletto. But yeah, how come he hasn't weighed in on the Beavers getting left out? He could probably make some. Changes. He can save the Beavers. He's think, at ESPN now. All right, somebody tweet him. Somebody call Pat McAfee. All right, before so I think we're probably going to call San Jose State a win. Well, yeah, but by how much? Forty. Tony's got him by over 16 and a half. Yeah, but do, yeah, I, I got over 16 and a half. I think we really blow him out. Something I'd put it at like I don't know. 49-14. Bro, yeah, I think, if, I think our, so. if our defense is anywhere near as good as it was last year, I think we're going to blow some teams out of the water. Yeah. I think that's a big, big W. Okay, so. Well, especially with our run game being as good as it is, we're going to be able <laughs> to keep our defense rested, yeah. run some clock time. All right, so before we go on with all the games, we should probably read them all out first. So we get an idea of the whole thing, and then we'll get into each one. Game one, September 3rd, Oregon State, San Jose State. That's at San Jose. September 9th, UC Davis at Oregon State. Devin's anniversary. Devin's anniversary, hey. Hey. September 16th. Yeah, seven years, I think. That's not what this podcast is about, Devin. It's been too long. Don't quiz me. September 16th, San Diego State at Oregon State. Potentially a new conference rival. Good point. So that'll be interesting. That's three. That's game three. Game four, we've got Oregon State at Wazoo. September 29th, a Friday, we've got Utah at Reeser, baby. October 7th, we've got Oregon State at Cal. October 14th, UCLA comes to the house. October 28th, Oregon State down in Tucson. Let's go. November 4th. Oregon State at Colorado, where we are going to beat up Deion Sanders. <laughs> Physically. Kick his ass. <laughs> November 11th, we've got Stanford at Oregon State. November 18th, Washington at Oregon State. And November 24th, Oregon State at Oregon. Fuck the Ducks. For the third out of four wins. That's good. <clears throat> How's so, that going to work? Are we going to still play Oregon when they're in a different conference? I, I think that completely depends on what level we're at. Yeah. If we're in the Mountain when, West, and play when in the year would we play them? Like up the season to a Mountain West team. That might have to be like the Week One game now. Yeah. Well, I was I was hearing about that. Uh, it's possible that the Big Ten might make all of their last games of the season out-of-conference play because they just changed up like the Pac-12 did, where now there's no longer um, divisions. So in theory, the big game 
Michigan, Ohio State, which has been the oh, I think over the last seventy six years has been on uh, the last week of the season. Because of that, Michigan and Ohio State could play each other in the big game, and then next week have to play a uh, championship game against each other. Which has happened like 34 times that they've had to play and would have happened 34 times that they finished first and second. So they're talking about just making that last week be a fill-in where you just play a chump team or you play somebody that's an old rival that's out of your conference. Yeah, I mean, Georgia and Georgia Tech do that last game of the season. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. But it depends. I think it depends on what level we are. If we can, if it remains to be a competitive game or not, yeah. Because why? Why would they come to Corvallis? What benefit would it have for them? Besides getting their ass kicked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, well think about it from their perspective. Well, we always beat Oregon State, so why not just schedule them? I mean, yeah. That's coming from a stupid ass fucking duck. Yeah. <laughs> really. Not me. Not my. Not my opinion. That's not this man's perspective. <laughs> It's a perspective, a poor, dumb man's perspective. Yeah, and I don't know. I see a but, and it really does depend what level we're at going forward. But like, I see some people like just being like, "Fuck that game. We're never doing it again." Before even knowing where we're gonna land, and I don't agree with that. We've been playing the Civil War since 1894, 31 years after the Emancipation Proclamation. You can't just give that up. Now, if we're a tier two school, we might have to, but I don't think we're going to be a tier two school. <coughs> yeah, I think uh, as long as we can keep it better, keep it competitive. That you got to keep it though. Yeah, but it's difficult when you're put in a place where instead of our TV deal being thirty million, could be four million, and Jonathan Smith making six million next season. Yeah. So they have to figure something out simply because they built that stadium. It's a hundred and fifty yeah, million dollars. For? Is it paid for? Or are we someone just, donated fifty million. I know that one anonymous donor donated fifty million. Well, where is he in this conversation? Yeah, he needs to show we, back up. If I donate fifty million, put my name on it though. Yeah. I <laughs> I bet on fucking Phil Knight, and he just doesn't want Duck fans to get pissed off. Probably. probably. Yeah, I think that's a good guess. We got a couple uh, big alumni, though. The NVIDIA guy. He went to Oregon State. You, me, Austin? Hey. hey. <laughs> We're the tent poles of this community. I got a uh, hundred bucks that I can uh, donate. There you go. Hey. I'll throw in a 20. Everything helps. Yeah. So now only a hundred and ten million five hundred thousand left, right? Yeah. Something like give that. Give or take. Real drop of the bucket when you really think about it. <laughs> Can they repossess the stadium if we don't pay? <laughs> <laughs> Just start taking seats. Uh, bunch of lackeys. I don't know. I feel like our baseball team is good enough to get us into the Big 12. Big 12 is good at baseball, too. I like, know. It's a perfect fit. And honestly, I think you could market college baseball. 
if you did it the right way with like if there really is just four power conferences each have 20 teams i think you could really make something cool with college baseball they just need to market it the way that they do fucking college basketball yeah agreed omaha is always fun to watch yeah even when we're in it and when we're not but i mostly watch it when we're in it obviously yeah which this year this year apparently our baseball team is loaded so we could, oh we're gonna be loaded we could make some noise in bas in football definitely basketball <laughs> oh boy <laughs> yeah. what if we made the elite eight again what if we just went on another <laughs> fucking elite eight run Win the Pac-12. Sign Tinkle for another fucking 12-year extension or whatever. See, that's the problem is we need Tinkle to be on a contract here. We need Tinkle <laughs> to go talk to somebody about this Pac-12 shenanigans. Because I think <laughs> Tinkle could really make a difference. You tell me you're not going to listen to that guy? I'm going to listen to that guy. Everybody listens to Wayne. Wayne. Wayne Tinkle. Big bulging man. Wearing <laughs> a blue loser suit. <laughs> What's this kid doing? Anything? Uh, his kids can fend for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Any other questions? <laughs> All right, what's the second game? The second game is UC Davis at Oregon State. They're a baseball school. Well, then they're going to have some trouble playing the game of football. That's another easy W. That's our home opener. That's an easy W. Home opener, new stadium, UC Davis. That's a W. That's a W. I don't can get more than three. They might not score. They, yeah. yeah. Man, that's going to be tough to be those guys. If you set their over-under at six and a half, I'm taking the under. All right, so we're 2-0. and oh. Yeah. Next, we got San Diego State. That's, inter Corvallis. that's interesting when you say that that might be a new conference rival because yeah. that's true. And they're playing to play into it. like. Yeah, they're trying to show us that they belong. Yeah. We're trying to show we're them. trying to do the same well, thing. Well, we need you, but we're better than you. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that's definitely a win, but, like, I think it's going to be not a big win. I no, bet it's a closer it, game than we think. No, I still think that'll be 14 plus. I think two scores, easy. Yeah, I think, I think we take care of them. Uh... Yeah, I, I think they'll keep it close in the first half, and then we'll pull away and win by three scores or so by and the end of this. at that point, DJ's, uh, that. DJ's humming, just yeah. fucking throwing darts. Because we're at home, too. Again, we have only lost one home game in the last two years, and it was to USC by three. I mean, yeah. I think same thing. Uh, yeah, they come in, and, and yeah. We if, held if USC they, to 17 points. God, that was frustrating. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I'm saying we're obviously 3-0 at this we're point. We're 3-0, that's a W. We're 3-0, yeah. The next game, though, is where some real interesting stuff will probably happen, and that's Oregon State in Pullman at Wazoo. It's been quite a few years since we won yeah. at Wazoo. I mean, last year beating them was the first time we had beat them in a while. We had, for whatever reason, that streak against yeah. them where we couldn't beat them, but we still haven't broken it away yet. No, it's like since like 2013. Pullman yeah, is a tough. A Pullman is a hard place to play. Yeah, and they are competing for the same thing we're competing for. Like, I will always root for Wazoo after they stuck around like we did. I feel like we're basically the same team except for we actually do something every now and again. They are our brothers. Yeah. They made a Rose Bowl more recently than we did. 
Yeah, Who's their quarterback? Drew Bledsoe, probably. Sounds about right. Sure, but so like, it, was it could have been Ryan Leaf, actually. Ooh, I forgot about that. I don't remember, but they made one in the 90s, I'm pretty sure, or maybe early 2000s, but I think it was the 90s. So, but on this game, I... I I think we I think we win. I think we're just a better team. I think we are a better team. I but again I and I, this one's gonna be a weird game. The chip might not be on our shoulder as much for this game because they're they stuck with us. But the chip on our shoulder is gonna be there, and I I think we're a better team. And I think we just run it down their throat. Yeah, I think we take care of business. But I agree. I do think this is uh, one of the more challenging games yeah. of the whole year, based on our schedule. I agree, uh, both in being away and playing a team like Wazoo, who's in the same fucking crap bucket we are. And it's our first conference game, so it's going to be high intensity. Yeah. Yeah, those long streaks like that, it just puts another thing just there, you know? Yeah. But I do still think we take care of business, and we beat them in, you know, maybe a little bit more of a shootout, something like 35 to 24. Yeah. 35 quarterback? Is it Delora? They always they always have somebody. Sam Ward. Yeah, it's Sam Ward. Okay. Same guy from last year. <laughs> Cam Ward. Um <clears throat> But yeah, I think that's a W. I think that's a I think I, I think we're gonna be nervous going into that game, but I think we're gonna walk out of there with a semi comfortable W. Agreed. I think yeah. I think it's a W. I don't know if it's semi comfortable, but I think it's a W. I don't think we went on the last play, I'll say that. Like okay. I think I think we kneel down the ball maybe with a 10, 13-point lead. Yeah. All right, and I think the next game is home against Utah. And that's a Friday. It's a Friday. Utah's always tough. Utah's always tough. They The guys want revenge. That's a revenge game from last year, too. Yeah. Because they, they smoked us. They put a whooping on us last year. It's early in the season. I don't know how healthy Cam Rising will be. I don't know. Yeah. They seem to peak late, too. They seem to gel more towards the end of the season. I, I mean, I, it's a home game, and it takes a pretty special team to beat the Beavs at home. Yeah. So I'm going to go with – I'm going to chalk that one up as a W. Big surprise. <laughs> but I think that's going to be our first, like, hard test of, like – How durable our team is. Yeah. It, like, well, that's the first well, – Where would we be at at this point, then? Is that We're going to be at 4-0 without – that's the first. That's the first game that we play where we need to win that game to have a, a special season. Those are the times. And that's our first Pac-12 home game, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they've got that. I think I think we pull it out. Um, a close one, but I think we pull it out in the end. Well, where are we ranked right now? Coming into the season. Eighteen. So we would be we'd be flirting with top ten. We'd be pretty close after that after a dub there. Yeah, because they'll probably be ranked. Wazoo. And other teams are gonna fall off that are in front of us. Yeah, Wazoo probably won't be ranked, but they have a chance, I guess, if the if they. I don't know what their non-conference is, but. I know Utah has a tough non-conference playing Florida and Baylor, Florida. and they play. LA and then they come to us so three out of their four games before us are pretty tough yeah so they'll have league versus I think we'll have a little bit you know, of freshness yeah and the first three games I foresee us getting pretty deep into our depth chart later in those games and getting some young guys some reps especially 
Like with our receivers not having that, A, we have to protect our two guys that do have reps, and B, we need to get those other guys up to game speed in case we need them. Because we will need them. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, yeah, we're going to need them. But, yeah, I think in a, in a close one there, though, you know, something like 21 to 17. Or, yeah, that might be the first game where our defense really has to step up and we have to challenge our defense to hold them. Yeah. But I think, I think, we, I think shockingly, we get the W. Yep, agreed. <laughs> Devin? On a Friday night in Reeser, I yeah. think we get the W. Against Utah. Against Utah. First, first yeah. conference, yeah, first conference game at home. Yeah, on a Friday on night. On a Friday against night against the defector. Yeah, against yeah. Again. Yeah, our first conference game is just against brethren. Yeah. But yeah, this is the first one with somebody who's no longer going to be in our conference. It's Friday. It's at Reeser. The Beavs are way more fired up. It's going to be Utah. on ESPN because it's a Friday night game. Yep. So it's going to be national TV. We always play better on national TV. Yeah. And, yeah, and we're at home, which we have a great record of in the last two years. Yeah. And I think part of that is also the fans. And the fans are going to be out loud and proud yes, on a Friday there's night. not going to be an empty seat in that no. stadium all season. No, I would, yeah, if I was in Oregon, I'd have a ticket to every single home It's going to be glorious. I told Allie I want to get season tickets. Even if you I better hurry. Even if I didn't have tickets, I would be at, I would be in Corvallis. I would be tailgating. Oh, dude. I would yeah. be at the stadium. I'd be at Woodstock's. I would be. In I'm 40 minutes away. I'm going up there every single Saturday. I already told my boss I'm not working Saturdays or Sundays, so with <laughs> it. Had a baby. So yeah, I think. That, like I think we win that, and now we're at five and zero with a win of, against Utah behind us. And after that game, we go to Cal. W. I mean that. I've got no read on Cal. I just know that they're not spectacular. And we're, like the nice thing about this team, and especially with Jonathan Smith, but we don't overlook opponents anymore. No. We we go into every game knowing that we need to secure the W. Yeah. I do think that's a dangerous one for a letdown game, though, because we are home against Utah. We get a big win there. And then Coming we go flat-footed. UCLA the next week at home. Yeah. That's so true. you've got to be careful, but I do agree that we don't – we're not as bad under Jonathan Smith about coming out slow against those bad teams. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. Um, I think, yeah, if this was a different team that still played as well – In a different year. But, but yeah, in a couple years ago, circumstance? they would come in flat-footed. But, you, but, yeah, I think Jonathan Smith is so good at reminding these guys it's this game, this is your Super Bowl every week. Yeah, like I think that he just is really good at keeping all of the players in that mindset. Because when you listen to all the post game interviews last year, everybody was saying the same lines. Like you play for the guy next to you, uh, get better every day. It's only this game. This game is like all that yeah. shit. So I yeah, I think that it could be a trap game in that <laughs> sense. But I I think we get the W. I agree. I do think that is still one of our easiest games of the season. Yeah, because yeah. are not going to be good. Yeah. And fans aren't going to turn out at Cal for Cal. They already weren't. They never have. So, it's, yeah, the Beavers are not going to be playing in that hostile of territory. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's a win. I, and I think they're kind of, I think it's almost the opposite effect that we're having that's going to happen to California because they haven't had success lately. So, they're already down in the dumps. And then on top of that, they're like, well, fuck, where are we going to go? 
And it's just, I think for them, there's no upside to the situation versus us. We're using the fuel as fuck you guys. We're going to run this fucking conference the last year. I, yes. Yeah, I agree. I think that we are playing for something and they're just playing. We are going to be playing like Tebow because we are going to be playing for something greater than ourselves. That's right. We're going to have the Tebow effect. The chip on our shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, I'll chalk it up as a, uh, you know, 42 See, to 10. Yeah, this uh, yeah. is one of those games where I'm talking about we're going to start blowing teams out. I don't think we're going to blow out the Utahs, the UCLA's, but I think teams like Cal or Washington State's, but I think teams like Cal, we're going to start really like. Halfway through the season, we'll be humming. We're going to really start laying it on them, and that fi- we'll finally get those style points that people talk about. Yeah. Where, like, you're just creaming people in your Grant conference. And here think about this i think because of all the attention that's on this dissolving pac-12 situation i think all eyes are going to be on the teams that are on the chopping block and i think the beavers are going to do something that turns them into america's sweetheart and because we, that is exactly who they were supposed to be this whole time and we got dj and we got we dj eyes are going to be all over us including getting to play some serious primetime games and i think that fucking everybody's going to fall in love with the bees and go this isn't right yeah. Something's going to end it. People are going to love Jonathan Smith. How do you fucking not? There's not one thing to complain about with Jonathan Smith or the way that he comes across on camera. That guy's excellent. And, like, we can tell people, like, net, net conferences that want to sign us or bring us on. Like, Jonathan Smith is here to stay. Yeah. For the foreseeable future. Maybe not forever, but for the foreseeable What's future. What's his contract look like? Five years, six Better years. than yours, probably. Probably. Yeah. Five years, thirty million, I think. So I think you got six six mil a year. Yeah. Yeah. So I just I don't know. I think that if there's any year for all this to go down, we've got the right one. And we've got our only right. glimmer of hope is I mean, like we actually have one to look forward to. This isn't Gary Anderson years because at that point you'd be like, yeah, we, like we're playing like we deserve to be kicked out. Yeah, tuck our tail and take what we got coming to us. Yeah. But not but now. Not, not under Jonathan Smith. Uh, yeah, I 100% agree. And not with a new stadium, and not with our new facilities, and not with everything that we got going. Yeah. Now's not the time. No, this is this. We're about to live out a sports movie, is what we, this season dude, is going to be. Yes. They're going to make a movie about this season. That's what I'm saying. We are Marshall, dude. Yeah, it's dude. Gonna be we better. are Marshall. Our entire conference is plane crashed, and we're going to build <laughs> ourselves back from the ashes. Nobody builds a house like a beef. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. Let's go, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Did Matthew McConaughey play Jonathan Smith? No. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Gary Coleman. <laughs> Gary Coleman. <laughs> William H. Macy. John C. Riley. <laughs> 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 no, in all seriousness, it needs to be Coach Taylor. The guy who plays Coach Taylor needs to play Jonathan Smith. <laughs> oh, kind of got to. Who's the sports cast? Who's the sports guy in Anchorman? Huh? Champ. <laughs> Champ. What's his real name? Miami. Oh, uh, David Keckner. Yep. Yeah. yeah. How about there David Bowie? No, dude, he'll, he'll play Mike Riley. He'll do the Mike Riley. Yeah. <laughs> hip, hip, hooray. 
<laughs> With his little fucking fading mouth thing every time he smiles. Oh, you know, they just caught us in the void. <laughs> We're going to make any changes to your offense or defense this half. Oh, no. <laughs> what is it about Mike Riley that makes you want to give him a Canadian accent? <laughs> <laughs> He's too nice. He's too nice. I mean, yeah. He oh, should, you know. He's practically from the UP up there, that upper peninsula. Nova Scotia. <laughs> so, all right, we're looking at 6-0, and which means I think the next game is home against UCLA. UCLA. Now this, because, again, Utah, we're also ramping up an in intensity of the people who are who are playing conference-wise. Yeah. Because, like, Washington State. Love them. Love them. Fucking Utah did what they had to do. Respect them. UCLA is a defective. Fuck them. Yeah. Hey, fuck them. Yeah, he, yeah, he crossed. The, they crossed the picket line. It's at home. It's Chip Kelly. They're not that good. They're not that good, and we are going to beat the fuck out of them. That is the Tony. Tell me that that's not the perfect game to wear the Fiesta Bowl jerseys. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Tell UCLA yeah. to wear their powder blues, and we wear the Fiesta Bowl jerseys, oh. and we just oh. fucking creep. Oh. the fuck out of them. Oh, man. Those ones that we wore last year were so sick. Yeah. Yeah. Throw back even a little more to those ones. Did we not play better? Yeah. We played and at the top look, of our game in those we jerseys. We looked faster. Yeah. We looked stronger. Yeah. We looked better. It looked like Ochocinco was back on the field. Yes, yes. It did. and Jonathan Smith was slinging the rock. The black pants with the long white socks. That's cool. That's a sweet look for the classic block Oregon State. Numbers. Yeah, oh, Angry Benny. Angry Benny. Yeah, that's... and what came for it too against LA? Yeah, yeah. when they're wearing yeah. powder blue uniforms. Last time in Research Stadium, most likely ever. Yeah. yeah. We are going to kick their ass. Yes. That is a game I am not it's concerned gonna be about. Bi- it's going to be biblical. Yeah. They, they, oh, it's going to be great. I agree. I just think still home games, too. Like, every home game just looks that much easier this year. Yeah. Uh, based on the last two years, you know? It's like we have all these good teams coming, but, man, we've been so tough to beat at home. I know. And it's like, we've yeah, we beat. Every good team that's come to our house, except USC, which we beat ourselves. Yeah. So we still beat a good team that day. Yeah. I think if I <laughs> over four times, we'll win at home. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> I agree. I, I, I do think we, we blow them out, you know. That, that's a good win for us. I think that's going to be a huge game that people are going to sort of pay attention to. I'm thinking to. like 35-17. Yeah. Like and and they get a touchdown late. Maybe. Like it's not even really that close. Yeah, garbage time touchdown. I think that'll pu- push us into the top ten. I agree. Yeah. If we're not already there, I mean, yeah. with the win over Utah, especially if Utah beats Baylor and Florida, and then we beat Utah, uh, we've already beat at Washington State, and then we add another one, UCLA at home. Yeah. It's a pretty good. The, to push you into the top ten. Are we coming in ranked this season? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're like 18 or maybe 20. Somewhere around there. So we could we could make it to the top ten. 
Right, here's the thing. Are we gonna fucking? There's only eight teams ahead of us. Are we gonna yeah. turn into a conspiracy? Is we gonna turn into a conspiracy if they keep like dropping, like not ranking us appropriately because Ooh. we're not about to be a, in a conference? Well, and it's gonna be tough to sort out because they always kind of screw us. They will give the Ducks like an easy number, and even if they lose, they don't even shift. The Beavers lose one game and they're back down out of the top twenty-five. Well, like, like, they already screw us on that. Do you think ESPN and Fox want to promote us if they're about to not have us? Yeah, probably not. But they might have to. They want money right now, and if that if we are the games that will give them that money, if uh, LA is good up until then. Well, and yeah. they don't do they don't do the rankings. The rankings is by the playoff committee. Yeah, what they'll do is they'll fade us all the way until the Civil War game when we're going to be on national TV against the Ducks, and then they'll give us a good ranking so that people are like, oh wow, there's two top ten. Well, there's one top ten team playing against a shitty Ducks team. Ducks are always good. Let's watch this. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> But I think we're going to get, we may not get the sort of boost in numbers that we definitely deserve after certain wins, but I think that the wins and who we beat and everything are going to be undeniable. At the end. That you sort of can't ignore it completely. Yeah. I do think we'll probably shift at least a position less than we probably would if we were another team, but I think it's going to be an undeniable thing. Yeah. And other teams will lose. It happens another every week. Oh. Top ten, a top ten team loses probably almost every week in college football. Yep. Yeah. All right. So we are at seven and zero. And we just crushed UCLA. And we just crushed UCLA. They didn't even stand a chance. They shouldn't have even got. We're rolling. Okay. After UCLA, this is perfect. After UCLA, bye week. Okay. So UCLA is also our final push before the bye week. Dude, we've done pretty good against BYE. Oh, yeah. oh, yes, we have. Just gives them more time to hang out with Jonathan. Yes. So, and I mean, I think that's just a perfect time in the season for what's that. What's also perfect with our bye week is I'm pretty sure it comes right before our back-to-back road weeks. Yeah, Arizona and... So we get a bye week to get healthy. Uh, yeah. yeah, we get a bye week to get healthy and recover, then we go on the road twice. So that helped. That's, a, that's nice timing. Yeah. That's another little fucking nugget in this schedule lining up perfectly. And last time we played in Tucson, creamed the biggest road win for the Beavers of all time. And it's not going to be too hot because it'll be a little bit later in the year. Yeah, it'll be October 28th. So it'll, so be, it'll, be, it'll be warm for them, but it won't be like egregiously hot. It'll probably be like 82 degrees. It's yeah. going to be sick. Yeah, I think that's a big game. We we got to take care of business there, but I think we do. Arizona, well, yes, they're turning around with Jed Fish. Uh, I don't think they're at. Or yet. Agreed. I've heard some talk though that they're looking like they could be a sneaky dark they're, horse. They're turning team. it around, but they probably are at where we were like three years ago, where they're starting to get competitive and win some games. But I don't. Think are they still under her? That's Arizona State, and no. <laughs> and also no. <laughs> wrong school. I thought wrong you coach. Said- He's not even with them. Oh, Arizona? Yeah. Oh, my bad. So, we've won the last two times we've been in Arizona. And it's not an issue for us. It's an issue for the Ducks. Yeah, no late, o- late October, the Beavs are going to come in. Okay, think about this. This is, this is an interesting thing. So, when you live 
I would call it a thought. When you live <laughs> in Arizona, the sunshine really has no effect on you. you. It's just another day. However, when when it gets sunny in Corvallis, people freak the fuck out. So the beefs are going to be coming into good weather and feeling like $100. Yeah. They're going to be walking it off fresh off a of bye week into the sunshine where they love to play. And they're going to be ready to rock. They're going to light the town on fire. Well, and they're going to know that the boys are there. Obviously, Obviously. we're going to be loud and proud. Oh, shit, yeah. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I think so, too. I think we take care of Big W. I think that's a big W. That's a big W coming off the bye week, and people are really starting to talk about the Beavs now. That puts us at 8? 8 and 0? 8 and 0. Puts us at 8 and 0. Going and then going to Colorado. Is that going to be our best one of the biggest... in program history then? Huh? Is that the best start in program history then? Probably. Probably, if I had to guess. But Colorado, the only thing that I'm worried about Colorado is the altitude. Yeah. And the fatigue. Yeah, but I don't think they're a good enough team to overcome I don't, just a little bit of fatigue. I don't think they're either. And we'll have enough sample size of Deion Sanders to know whether or not that's, like, a legitimate threat. But right now, it doesn't really seem like it is yeah, to me. Colorado has traditionally sucked in the last few years. And so, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not that concerned about it. Plus, we're going to have the fire because these guys really were the ones to really start busting the dam open. Yep. So Ooh, beaver pun. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think we're going to go into Colorado fucking fired up, and we're going to kick Coach Prime's ass. Yeah. Yeah, I think we take care of business there as well. I mean, I just don't see how you can turn it around in one season, even with all the transfers. Well, that's I also going to make it harder, too, because they haven't played together. Yeah. Yeah. It could be, like, three and five by the time that we're playing them and kind of have the air out of their sails Yeah. Uh, for their season by this time if – they're not, they're not and the beeves are not less pissed. By the time they get to Colorado, they are not less pissed. No, no. In fact, their momentum is gaining stronger, and that might be – we might not be able to put that genie back in the bottle. Yeah. Once we let the beeves get oh. rolling like that. Oh, boy. We might just go on Alabama sort of dominance. Yeah, it's <laughs> – yeah. They play game by game, but it's not like they don't know that they are headed towards a Pac-12 championship. And – the last one and yeah they're not letting their foot off the gas one bit everybody else is sort of playing to play and some are playing not to lose the beavs are playing to win every single day yeah big like yeah. you said the matter in these types of games we don't want to just beat colorado we want to kick them out of the league we like, want to make them cry it, yeah see you later yeah but maybe we'll join you uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, you'll, if you'll have us yeah <laughs> but so yeah I mean I think that that's I think that's a decisive W and then that one's also going to get people talking because they're such a big defector that and it's Coach Prime and like all the attention on that there should be a lot of eyes on the beeves. now we're 9-0 and and definitely in the top 10 we're 9-0 and definitely in the top 10 and then the next week we're home against Stanford Stanford Maybe we'll I thought it was a revenge game from last year, too. We almost got embarrassed by that. Maybe we'll, yeah. maybe we'll honor Trajan Harrison at halftime for his one good play. His one good catch. Oh, my gosh. That was amazing, though. That was Literally, amazing. Like, wow, we're about to lose to Stanford. Bro. But 
Smith doesn't lose. Nope. You Crazy see, you guess. see those types of plays all the time on Sports Center, and it's never for your team. Yeah. But when it happens for your team, it's so much better. It is insane how excited I got when that play happened. Yeah. I was sitting at a bar in Eugene watching that game, and this bitch could <laughs> not stop talking shit because the Ducks had already played in one, and she would not quit talking shit. And then when that fucking – when he came down with that ball, I literally said, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, and started pointing at all the Duck fans <laughs> and then just flipped them off and walked out of the bar. Nice. Let's go, Beavs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I jumped for joy. I came back the next day, and the owner's like, "Dude, you probably shouldn't do that, but that pl- that catch was pretty cool, so I understand." Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. So Stanford, did they have David Shaw last year? Yeah, but he's gone. now. He's gone now. Wait, what? Yeah. David Shaw. Yeah, go. David Shaw's at Notre Dame. Oh shit! No. <laughs> <laughs> He just, I think he just stepped away. Yeah. I don't know what happened with him because they were so good for so long under him. Yeah. Like, well, they don't have the Andrew Luck anymore. Falling apart. But he, he played well after know? that. Well, they had McCaffrey. Yeah. Yeah, but. They were good. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, who was the other white running back that was really fucking good that went to Minnesota? Toby Gearhart. Toby Gearhart? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's a pretty decisive win. Yeah. I just they're not good already. They've got a new coach. They're playing for basically nothing because that might be, no one really gives a shit. That might be an Aiden Childs game where we just get yeah. in there to get him some get him some reps. Yeah. But I don't yeah, think but- we're gonna have any problem handling Stanford. Me either. Ten and oh, boys. Yeah, I chalk What's that? Nine seven, big win. Yeah, yes. and then, then we got Washington home against Washington. We are ten and zero with Washington coming to town. That could be a game day game, Tony. Yeah, yeah, that's our toughest game of the season to that point. Uh, I think, yeah, I agree. I don't know what other games are are that weekend, but that if we're undefeated and Washington's undefeated, yeah, it has to be game day. That yeah. November eighteenth in Corvallis. Brisk autumn morning. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's what I love about football. Holy fuck. Uh so yeah, I mean I think that this is if we're gonna have any loss during the season, I think it's this one. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's gonna be. We still gotta break it down. But I do think that if there's go if we're gonna be eleven and one, I think this is the game. Here's my scare about this game. Washington is going to be really good, and Washington is going to have a really good passing game. Yeah. And last year, one of the things that there helped, he is. one of the things that I don't know, it helped us. It, it obviously hurt us too, but I think it hurt them a lot more. Was Tony? You went to the game, right? Last year, wasn't it yep. super windy and rainy and just shitty? Yeah, pretty windy. So that definitely affected their passing game. It affected our passing game as well, but our passing we game didn't have much. Sucked. Our passing game was more affected by the quarterback than the wind. <laughs> <laughs> um, no offense, Bengal Branson, if you hear this. A man in the arena. A man in the arena. But 
so I don't we didn't I don't feel like we tested ourselves against the true Washington team last year, so I don't know where we stack up against them. And our secondary is also gonna be younger and more inexperienced this year. So oh. I, I feel like that's definitely gonna be our I think that's gonna be a game up. where we have to run up the score as much as they're running up the score. Yeah. We might have to outscore them. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have all sorts of potential to Pass- do. Yeah. All they talk about I, just got I don't know what their defense is like really. Yeah. I just got back. Who are we talking about? Washington. Washington. We're ten and zero going into Washington. They're playing at Reeser. Do they have a ranking coming into this year? Probably. Probably. They won ten games last year. Yeah. They'll be top ten, I would think. Was that good last year? Yeah, dude. Like five teams in the conference won ten games last year, I think, or had a chance to win ten games. So the conference is looking real strong, right? Before they go ahead and fucking tank it. Exactly. USC's finally back. Well, and their quarterbacks for days, like, that's the big talk is all the big-name quarterbacks that are in this conference. Yeah, we have, like, four Heisman finalists rejected or, like, watch list. One current Heisman winner. Yeah. And next year's Heisman winner in DJ. That's right. Fuck yeah. So. That'll be a nice $405. I think we have to outscore them. And, I mean, you do in every football game, but uh, more, so, more yeah. so in this one. And But I do think that if there's a game we're going to lose, I think it'll be this one, but I'm going to say a W. Again, it's at home. It's at home. And you got to play pretty well to beat us at home. Especially this year, especially in the stadium, especially because it's Washington. How many false starts are we going to make this year? So many? Oh. Yeah. It's going to be so loud in there. People are pumped about the season. People are pissed off. Uh, Damn it. We're ready. We're ready. Yeah. We're ready. We're going to be rolling. We're going to be sniffing the top and playing for the final Pac-12 championship that we have to get there. And I just think that Washington won't have the fire that we do. Agreed. Especially in recent. They're going to be getting ready to go to the Big Ten. They're going to be looking ahead, and we're going to be living in the now. (laughs) So <laughs> that puts us at eleven and zero. Devin, you calling the Washington game a W? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I figured it. It's going to be close, and we're probably going to have to come back in it. Yeah, they're a bunch of dicks over there. I mean, yeah, that's probable, but I think we get the W one way or the other. Yeah, we find a way. Yeah. Make it happen. Everett Hayes might need him that game. Step up and See, get that big kick. Yeah, that's uh, one of those games where we're going to need Everett Hayes to fucking buckle up. Buckle yeah, he up. might very well be the reason that we end up with one on the loss column. Can he kick a 50-yarder? He's got a leg. Yeah, he can. He's can't, got two. He can't kick a 30-yarder. <laughs> no, he can kick super far, dude. He's just not always accurate. He's more accurate from far away. Tony said it earlier. He's pretty rough from 30 to 40 yards. But he made Do we, we have a second kicker where we can do the Sappington? Atticus Sappington. Which does sound like a kicker. Also kind of sucks. Also kind of sucks. No one as bad as Trevor Romaine led us, though. Uh, what about oh, uh, Wait, who lost us at Nevada, though? Shoe Care. Shoe Care might have been. Shoe Care and Trevor Romaine fall in the same God. category for me. Yeah, that was a tough loss to be at. That was that was rough. That was rough. Kevin and I may have rushed the field if they if that fucking kick up went oh, down. We would have, Devin. We were just hammered enough. <laughs> we were fifty yard line, front row. 
after we got back in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so we're 11 and 0, boys. We're probably 0. in the top five. We might be in the top four. We're, yeah, we're way we up. Won't up. And then we got. Then we are at the Ducks. Holy shit, that's going to be an insane game. It sucks that it's not at Reeser, but it almost is going to make it sweeter when we hook them <laughs> in, in their Austin. stadium yeah. for three out of four. Yeah, three out of four. Last Civil War's conference opponents, regardless of whether or not we keep it going, and oh, we're going to we run it every be play. so sweet. We never I pass. want to go to that game, but I don't think they'll let me bring a gun into the fucking stadium. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should be saying things like that on a podcast. <laughs> For self-protection. you got a pretty big listener base, so <coughs> better watch yourself. Mostly the FBI. <laughs> but uh, I just don't see after all that we've done so far this season that we don't beat the Ducks. Like... Lay the smack down. It starts close, and we just pull away. Or we just go in and dominate all four quarters. They just never even get a first down in the yeah. first half. They yeah. just can't move the ball. It's all false start. Uh, well, it's scary. So basically, we just pick up, but we can pick up where we left off when we were playing them last. Also, bro, there's a good chance that a lot of Beaver fans are at that game. Oh yeah, it's not like holy oh, shit. There are gonna be fought so many fights in the cr- in this crowd, dude. Because holy shit. I saw a lot of stuff on social media like, "Hey, get Beaver fans, get your Civil War tickets now, so we can have as many people in that stadium as possible." And that would be huge. That would be if we took over Otson and then just ran it down their throat. That is gonna be so hostile. I bet. I've been in that stadium one time, and it was disgusting. Obviously. I believe it. Just a bunch of fucking tarbs. <laughs> <laughs> I never been. I was there when they. When I tried to find my seats, they were such nice. dicks. I literally was coming to find my seats, and the guys guys are sitting in it. I'm like, yeah, you're sitting in my seat, and they're like, uh, no, I'm not. I'm like, yes, you are. And he's like, no, I have season tickets for this seat. I'm like, oh, that's funny because my ticket says right fucking here. That's my goddamn fucking seat. And then the old man got all pissed off and walked off. Had a baby. <laughs> yeah. You tell him what for. You tell him what for. He literally told me I've had these I've had season tickets with these seats for the last ten years. Um, no, you fucking haven't, asshole. <laughs> Take a hike. Take a, Take a hike. hike, bozo. Walk it off, daughter. <laughs> me. So, but yeah, I mean, I think if we get all the beeves there that we can. And just everything that's on the line, the fact that it could be our last Civil War for who knows how long. It's our last Civil War as conference opponents. It's our last Civil War as conference opponents. We're not letting them get out alive. The conference championship will be on the line. I'm getting frustrated just thinking about them. Yeah. It fucking sucks. Try living in Eugene. Yeah, no Oh, that sucks. It's gross. It's nasty. Yeah. Okay, so well, we could have told you that. So we're twelve and zero. Yep. Who do we want in the conference championship USC. game? Do we want USC? USC. Let's just finish it, baby. No excuses. No fucking. Oh, Warren State had a weak schedule. They played all their best teams except for U of O at home. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. I mean, we like, 
are going to beat USC on a neutral fucking site, which isn't even really neutral because it's going to be down in fucking California. No, it's in Vegas. So, oh, it's in Vegas? Okay. Yeah. Well, still, fuck up. <laughs> well, and, like, it would be super fun if it was Wazoo, but you got to go USC so we can Dude. show Ball don't lie. But what if Wazoo and Oregon State won the conference? That would be sick. That would be our play in the championship. Big yeah. 10 would be sitting there looking like, oh, shit. Big 12 would be we like, hey, uh, anybody got dibs on those guys? Yeah. <laughs> but also, how sweet would it be for the Beavs and the Ducks to be undefeated going into the Civil War? We beat them, played them again the next week in the Pac-12 championship and beat them again oh. before they leave for the Big 12. <laughs> that would be its own kind of can we beat them three so here's times? Here's a question, though. Three times in so a row before they leave? Yeah. What do, you, what do we do in this situation? Um, it goes back to what I was saying about the uh, the Michigan-Ohio State, like, Big Ten situation. What do you do if when we're undefeated going against the Ducks and the Ducks have one loss, there's no way that we don't make the Pac-12 championship? Do we punt the Civil War at Oregon? No. No. But, I mean, we I don't know. We like, never punt against the Ducks. We go in and beat them and then beat them again. Yeah. That's what I want, but I could see there being a little bit of strategy in that where you don't show your cards in the bigger game. Well, you don't, but you... For in the lesser game, you're already going to get to the big game. Yeah, but you beat You them. already know you're playing the Ducks. They've already seen all your don't film. Don't show your cards. They've already seen all your film. Yeah, I guess you're not pulling... I guess if there's those plays, though, that you have written up that... Well, you, you don't, don't like lose you... those necessarily. But you still go in there, you fucking run your offense, you run your defense, and you fucking pound it down their throat. Yeah, I just remember. And you twice yeah. in a row. Yeah. yeah, I just remembered that last night I had a dream about the bees running sweet new trick plays. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that it was a good, it was a good dream. Obviously, those are the ones you don't want to wake up from. So true. <coughs> no, so, I think I think the ideal opponent is USC. I think it is just because and the eyes will be I on want, that. I want them to be undefeated. Yeah. I want to fuck. Do you think we would be number one in the nation if they're like, say, Bama, Ohio State, and Michigan all have one loss and we're undefeated? Do we still get? Do we get number one, or are they going to put one of those fucking teams? Ahead I don't think of us? anybody would put us at Does one. Does Georgia still exist? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're around. If we're the only undefeated team after beating all of those teams, I think yeah, we're number one. Well, look at well, like obviously we're gonna have a better schedule than what Cincinnati had, but Cincinnati went undefeated pretty easily, and they were still only ranked like fucking three or four. Yeah, I mean, I think we would have to be if we went on a run though of beating Washington, Oregon, and then USC. And what if 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 yeah. USC's undefeated, they'll probably be ranked number one in that situation. I don't think USC's gonna be undefeated, and I don't think that quarterback's really that good. Well, that's that got the second statement's egregious. The first statement, they might not be undefeated, but I want them to be undefeated. 
Agreed. I don't know. How many fucking points did they score against us? 17. How many points did they score in the first half? Three. Three? Damn. Yeah. That's because we're something. Yeah. Let's take USC. We got their number. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) I like USC. I think that, I mean, I think that's the best matchup to just beat everyone except Arizona State, which who cares? Yeah, they can lead in peace from us. Yeah. And keep in mind, during this entire run, America has fallen in love with the Beavers. Yes. And people are starting to talk. And people are starting to notice that. And people are starting to go, maybe this is a team we shouldn't let go. Yes. And then Conference USA is going to definitely be calling. Huh? Said Conference USA is definitely going to be calling us. Yeah, because we are America. That's right. Okay, now if we make the playoff, TCU beat Michigan last year. If we make the playoff, we could theoretically, as long as we're not playing Georgia or Alabama, we could theoretically win a game. Yeah. Yeah, I think we could beat a Big Ten team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Ohio State, that wouldn't be that much by that time. And I think if, yeah, I mean, I don't think, is Texas and Oklahoma in the SEC already, or are they in the Big 12 this year still? I think this is their last year. So we could beat a Texas or an Oklahoma if they somehow made it. But they both yeah. suck, so. I don't think either one will make it. <laughs> no. I don't think either one will even be close, if I'm being honest. Yeah, especially not. Do you think another Pac-12 team could make it in if we go undefeated and they're only, like, say the Ducks go undefeated and their only loss is against us? They would have, they would lose. Well, they would lose again. They would, it would have to be USC and us going undefeated, and I could see USC making it in, maybe. But if we lose, then we're out. Yeah, that's that thing Austin was talking about. Like, if we're both undefeated and we play USC and we beat them, they might still get in. But if they beat us... We're done. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. Rose Yeah. Except I think this year Rose Bowl is one of the playoff games, so we wouldn't even make it to the Rose Bowl probably. So we've got to agree that this season defines what's going to happen to Oregon State Athletics for the next 50 years. I don't want to say that because we could theoretically have a really good year and it not help us at all. But it's a fucking... It's a defining moment in our athletic And what sucks is that you have all these other athletics, but football reigns chief. And it depends on what you do on the football field that can affect the budget you have for your other yeah. athletics. Yep. Because we can win the national championship in baseball the next 10 fucking years in a row. It's not going to change what conference we go to. Nope. No, it has been zero leveraging for us. Yeah. I've noticed. <laughs> But I think if we're we're undefeated by that time, even like eight or nine games into the season, and the Big Twelve hasn't filled those couple spots that they opened for seventeen and eighteenth teams, yeah, they'd have to give us in by at some point, right? And ESPN would want us at that point a little bit more. We'd have more draw. We'd have more attraction. Yeah, especially like Austin saying, if everyone kind of jumps behind the underdog, like this whole realignment stuff sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what it. That's what it takes. Yeah, it takes soda. Uh, God damn it. 
<laughs> it takes just a little bit of virality. Like if you can get a team to sort of, in a sense, go viral. Go viral. That TV that. execs know that that's what people want, and there's a story. Like it's got all the pieces of making. Rich, we have a rich tradition. Yeah. We have Terry Baker. It's got all the makings of something. We beat OJ Simpson's USC team. Yeah. With like thirteen guys. I know what else you can do. Yeah. We made the Elite Eight. We're the giant killers. <laughs> yeah, we beat USC multiple times. Like, yeah. If, yeah. If, just to come in and just, like, mess something up at the end of the season, we can do that. Yeah. So I... Big year for the Beavs. Big year for the Beavs. Possibly the biggest. Chip on our shoulder. Yep. And going to be the best. Going to be the gonna best. Be Going out with a bang. And Jonathan, we trust. Yep. God damn! Like, there's a possibility that Jonathan Smith. I was just thinking about this in the car the other day. Is like, what if Jonathan Smith is actually the greatest football coach of all time? He just hasn't and had he time just yet. Huh? He just hasn't had time yet to build it. He just hasn't had time. But I mean, shit. I mean, he played his years. He got underneath Coach P at Boise State for a little bit. Went over to UW. They made a playoff. As when he was the offensive coordinator, and then he just took this gig down at Oregon State because he didn't want to sit around, like sit around and maybe, maybe not get the job at U uh, Dub as the head coach. Because then they end up hiring their defensive coordinator yeah. after Jonathan Smith left. Yeah. So it's like rather than sitting around playing patty cake, there, let's go start winning some football games <laughs> in Corvallis. Well, and like the type of quarterback he is, he's like a small guy. He's not like stout. But he was able to do that for the Fiesta Bowl team. Like he's got a mind, unlike probably most he's coaches and really spot. most people. Like he's got some sort of can-do attitude and sees the game in a certain way that he just knows how to design stuff. He is our savior. Well, I just, yeah. It makes me wonder if, like, yeah, God damn it, damn it, Nick Saban. Is he really that great of a play caller or a coach, or is it that they just built a little bit of momentum and then he just gets the best players every year? Because, like, when you look at the NFL, all the best wide receivers and running backs are all from Bama. Yeah. Well, he's so been good. He started everywhere. something that could stop. He's been good everywhere he's gone. I mean, that certainly helps. But I think, <laughs> I think, yeah, he's. I think he's a great defensive coach. And I think in college, having the best players helps more than it. Because in the NFL, everyone's the top 1%. In college, if you have the best guys, you have a significant advantage over most of your opponents other than the Georgias, the Ohio (laughs) States, the LSUs. But, like, he also didn't didn't build the team from nothing. Like, Bear Bryant laid the groundwork on that team. That's true. There was already momentum in history there. Yeah. What was that, four championships? So it's like, what's to say that Jonathan Smith doesn't just start something? <laughs> yeah, he def- no, he definitely he definitely could. And, I mean, seriously, there's no reason saying that he couldn't be one of the greatest coaching minds of all time. I mean, that's basically what Joe Paterno did at Penn State. Yeah. Minus the kid You know, the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, the other thing that the Beavers have been saying the last, like, two years is, why not us? But, like, he did, he brought us out of the cellar to where we are now 
quickly for college football. Insanely quickly. Five years, that is fat. That is a fast, remarkable turnaround. Yeah. Yeah, after an off game, always a quarterback. Yeah, without a, without a solid quarterback, without stars at key positions. Well, like, yeah, transfers weren't all that great. Like, we got a couple transfers from Nebraska that were Riley's guys when Riley was supposed to help be, like, a coach of some sort and then decided to leave again. Well, to go coach in the AAF, dude. How can you pass up that kind of opportunity? How'd that work out for him? He's living in San Antonio. I think he's still doing it, right? I think he's in the USFL now. God. (laughs) Good for him. Uh, just hang it up. Actually, I think their team did pretty well this year. I think they made their conference championship. I mean, there's only eight teams in it, so. What? Devin, I don't stop talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give two fucks. But, all right, so long story short, historic beef season. Possibly we are the gonna, greatest performance they've ever done. We are going to live out a sports movie this yeah, year. That's what this year is about. And it and Jonathan Smith's going to save the team. That's what I think. Insane Beaver year and Jonathan Smith brings everybody together. And we never lose again. <laughs> it's a Beaver pack. Yeah. Over the last three or four years that we've done this, how many times have we said the Beavs are going to lose a game? We have in previous years said, at worst we're gonna be eight and four. Yeah. But this year, I'm telling you, at worst we're gonna be thirteen and zero. <laughs> at worst. No doubt, in my mind. It's uh, it's gonna be a season to behold. Dude, you're getting much here. Four weeks away. Are we four weeks away from we game be- September 3rd. September 3rd. Fluff's birthday is the first day, first game. Yep, four weeks exactly from today. All right. Let's go. And we got preseason football to kind of hold us over a little bit. Well, there's some college that week before. Even San Jose State has a game against USC the week before they play us. Scouting. (laughs) Time to do some scouting. Yeah, they play week zero or whatever they call it, yeah. you know? I hate that we have to have our first game of the season, a shitty game on the road. I know. But. Yeah, it can't be some sort of marquee matchup. It's the perfect ramping up for our season, though. I do agree. I think they'll be worse than San Diego State, so, you know. Yeah. Maybe they'll, they'll you know, press the defense for one drive, drives, and then we can... I don't mind it because it's not like we're it's not like we're a team that's in a uh, non power conference. Uh, it's hard to say that because like we're about to be, <laughs> but like a, but like a Cincinnati that um, like you literally have to go undefeated in like or Boise State for example. Even though you went undefeated, you I'm didn't have any tough like non conference teams to play. We have enough competition. If we go undefeated, yeah. we will get to the playoff. Yeah. Yeah. But a WAC team, you could be the best team in the WAC, beat everybody by 50 points, and you're not going to even get looked at. Until next year when 12 teams made the playoffs, and that's what we would have to count Ooh, on. Oh, I forgot about that, Tony. 
Yeah, we'd have to count on an automatic bid for winning our conference or... Is it 12 or 16? I thought they did 16. I thought 12. Is 12. Well, how yeah. would 12 work? I don't know how you'd set the bracket up. Some buys in the first Somebody round. would have to have a... Two people would have to have buys. Wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah, because then... 10 but then, that, but then that's... But then 10 down to 5 would be 17, so that doesn't work. No, it's uh, 10 down to 6. That doesn't work either. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, is it 16? No, it's 12. It's yeah, I thought it was play. 12. So the two at, teams just get two bye weeks? Just trying to figure it out in his head. Just <laughs> trying to compute how he can gamble on that. <laughs> yeah, how would that work? Four teams get a bye, eight teams play down to four, then four teams play down to... Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. So the Beavs could even get a bye. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, I think they're also talking about hosting playoff games on the college campuses in the first round. So the Beavs could theoretically host a playoff game. That'd be dope. I mean, all you'd have to be is what? Five? Five through eight. Six, seven, eight. Yeah, if you were top eight, you would get to host your first one. Yeah. Yeah. That would be... Wow. That would be super cool, though, when yeah, that starts. That'd be sick. I yeah. think I'd be able to participate in that. Yeah. With uh, Aiden Chiles. Aiden Chiles. Now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure I still have four years of eligibility <coughs> left. Oh, there you go. Right, you start working out again. Yeah, get in with the squad. Devin, we need a kicker. We need a reliable kicker, buddy. Could just be you. Well, I can kick the ball. Reliability is not my strong suit. Trust me. Well, I you know. can't drink in the locker room. Why? <laughs> I mean, I suppose you could. All I have to do is kick the football. I like that attitude. That's all he's got to do. <laughs> Downplaying it. Smart. <laughs> Keep the pressure off. Yeah, definitely when I was a child, my dad, he didn't have me practice throwing baseballs or footballs. He had me kicking footballs, and he said, this is probably your best bet at getting in the NFL, Devin. Now that is a dad. That's a real dad. That's a good dad right there. You have a dream. I'm going to help you accomplish it. Get to kicking. <laughs> Should have mixed in some long snapping, but that's not bad. <laughs> You know what you'd be really good at? You know that guy who holds the football <laughs> for the kicker? Well, you'd have to catch it, though, You could be number one at that. <laughs> you'd have to catch it, though, Devin. I don't know if that's your strong suit. This either. kid's got a real scent of a backup punter. <laughs> well, Devin could be the backup chain gang guy in case one of them goes down with injury. Ooh. ooh. Or Devin could be the new guy at Reese who holds the big O around his head and he fucking... <laughs> I used to work with that guy. It checks out. Where? Uh, dining hall. Guy uh, was the manager of the pizza squad. And <laughs> Beaver good. Fever. West Hall, dude. Uh, college. God, my cat's rolling around getting fucking dirty as shit. 
Yeah, they like to do that sometimes. It helps their coat. Yeah, well, wife's going to be pissed. <laughs> All right, let me ask. Nope. This is just fun hypothetical. So, what do you think Jonathan Smith's chalk talk is going to be like when he's trying to fire him up and, like, I mean, obviously, football coaches are known for great speeches. What is he saying to the players before every game, during every halftime, as the season is, like, ramping up? Like, what are his speeches like? What is he telling these guys? First of all, I don't think he has to say anything. I think he just looks at them and they smile and they go out there and win. they know, but I think he's literally telling them, like, look, shit sucks. Shit yeah. didn't go our way. He's probably not using these words. Listen, <laughs> guys, things are fucked. <laughs> things didn't go our way. We can bitch and moan about it all we want, or we can get up. Or we can fucking do something show about them it. What they're missing. Yeah. Show them what we bring to the table, and we can beat everyone by five thousand points. Yeah. And the guys are, the guys know it, and he's probably telling them like, "Look, there's gonna probably have to be some decisions that you guys make next year," and I understand that. Yeah. But don't let that ruin right now. Don't let that ruin this year. Because we're about to go undefeated and write a movie. Yeah. And for enough business, and someone has to uh, do something about it, right? Yeah. I feel like no one wants a team like TCU from last year to then just Disappear. be done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do think that this season will, will help determine a lot. And I do think that that is some motivation for him and the players, too. And just using that as, you know. This could really determine something, or it might have no impact no matter what. But, but it could. But yeah, and he's got enough veteran leadership on that team that didn't work this hard to just yeah as far and quit. Yeah, there, there's there's not going to be any quit in this. If they're team. going out, they're going out on top. Yeah, they wanted to win the conference so bad last year, and it wasn't attainable. And then you might think, all right, well we'll be back. Well, after this year, you'll never be back. Yeah, this is your last opportunity to seize what you. Yeah. Been working for, they're gonna go out there and they're gonna fucking get it. Yeah, and they're gonna take no prisoners. And then we're gonna end up uh, in a conference, and we're gonna end up the story the, will continue. We're gonna end up in the SEC. Yeah, the SEC's gonna be like you guys are idiots for not taking this team. We're not gonna let that fucking end up. This is America's sweetheart. This is a money bag kind of situation. Yeah, and they need a West Coast market. Yeah, and all of our games will be six hundred and fifty miles away. Schedule us uh, Kentucky, Mizzou, Vanderbilt, Arkansas. I mean, that doesn't sound that bad. Texas, Oklahoma. Texas, Oklahoma. A couple easy wins there. Florida. And then, yeah, we got their number. And then think about all those teams that also have to come all the way to Corvallis. That's not something they want to do. Yeah. No, we got 35,000 strong. Yeah. Real strong and drunk. Well, they got <laughs> they got drunk too, but the bees are gonna find their way out of this. They always do. They always do. I have hope, but uh, yeah, not the Mountain West is, is the hope. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's yeah. You really don't think we could rebuild the pack? Tw- um, the pack, um, the pack with just ten teams. I mean, we could, but is it the pack or is it the not Mountain a good West? Time to take a drink. We could, but I don't. 
I don't think we're adding any teams that have any enough hooks but to do anything. What about San Diego State? Fresno State. Boise State. Boise State. Fresno. You'd have to get maybe. UNLV. Yeah, I want Las Vegas. And then if we get Vegas, we might as well get Reno. Colorado State. Yeah, that does nothing for me. I'd rather have Wyoming. Air Force? See, I'm thinking more like SMU. Yeah. Okay. Tulsa, New Mexico. Tulane. Tulane. Greenway. Get me in the Texas market, and I'll, I'm ha- I want. We need to be in the Texas market. Well, we fucked up fucking ten years, thirteen years ago when we could have gotten fucking Texas, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and wasn't Nebraska still in the Big Twelve then? Yeah, or Texas Tech. Whatever, something like that. Yeah, we could have got those fucking teams, but we didn't want to let them. Texas have the Longhorns network because we were trying to set up the Pac-12 network. And how did that work out? Not good, Bob. We could have literally played Texas games on. They could have still had their Texas Longhorn station, and we could still broadcast games on both fucking stations. Yeah, I know how it works. And the yeah, we and then at that point. We would have been ahead of everybody else because nobody else had fucking 16 teams in their conference. Well, I guess guess at that point we didn't have Utah and Colorado, but we could have been the first conference with 14 teams. Yeah. 14. And then instead we got Colorado and Utah, which Utah actually ended up being a good addition. Colorado sucked and then fucked us. Yeah. Sucking and fucking. Do you think if Colorado didn't leave that the Ducks and U, um, UW would have? Or do you think that Colorado was talking with UW and U of O and was like, all right, I'm going to get out while I can? I think that move was the straw. I think yeah, none of them no. had, I just think none of them had confidence that our deal was going to be good. So they all had backup plans. And then they kind of, once they saw the deal, it was like, well, our backup plans are better than this. And they all just went with it. I just don't get why we waited so long to do the, the deal. Yeah. Well, couldn't we've gotten that done, like, I don't know, maybe not a month before the fucking season starts? Yeah. That would have been a fucking novel idea. <laughs> yeah, I still think we should have added teams, too, right when it, right when UCLA and USC left, got get a deal done. But even, like, a few weeks ago, San, San Diego State, like, jumped out of the Mountain West and then jump like told them they're leaving no one and then we're kind of trying to force the pac-12 to do something and we were just like no we don't even want want to add you so then they had to go back into the mountain west and it's like that would have been a perfect time san diego state literally is like you know we're done with the mountain west we want to go somewhere and we just kind of told them to suck it like just go back to the mountain west and now look where we're at who who was that Oh, I was thinking you were saying um, TCU one would have been a great addition, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're a religious school. <laughs> yeah. So I is SMU. Unmethodist. If they're good at football, right? That's what it comes back down to. Exactly. Like, that's all that matters. Yeah, but that's not the Pac 12's MO. The Pac 12's MO is all about academics and. That really worked out for us. Research such, universities. Such a huge mistake because nerds run things, 
and the nerds don't know it gets chicks. And that's why <laughs> we've got a bad football pro or you know, bad situation. We just need we just need to find a landing spot to where we can keep Jonathan Smith. Because as long as we can pay him enough to keep him, I think he's going to stick around, and we will always be good as long as we have him. Yeah. And we got to keep a lot of our players, too. If we can't. I mean, if a, bu- a bunch of players leave in the transfer portal after this year. Yeah. Damian Martinez, see ya. Aiden Childs, see ya. Yeah. Bengal Branson will still be there. Yeah, that, that would make it really <laughs> But uh, but we'll see. I'm so I'm super stoked. I agree with what Jonathan Smith has been saying. It's hard to speculate too much, but I mean we're not in charge of it, thankfully. So yeah. Let them figure something out. We just win the games. Yeah. I just don't think that we would have. Um, I I think if we get any sort of offer, I think they're dumb enough to not take it. But I think they have to take it because of the amount <laughs> they spent on the stadium. Yeah. I think that they have pretty much pretty much put their chips in on the Beavs football program that in normal circumstances, and they already have, but totally fuck it up. But I think that they have to take an offer now if they get one because if there's they go no down more, to Mountain West with that stadium, like... Yeah, there's no more life rafts. Like, yeah, it's you a sunk take, cost thing at yeah, this point. You got to take whatever you can get at partial shares. They're pot committed with that stadium. You got to take whatever you can get to get a, into a conference that is still a, a player. Agreed. Dropping down to the Mountain West is the worst thing that could happen for us. Yeah. But it's yeah. looking like the most likely. Even if you call it the Pac-12 still, if we just merge with the Mountain West, yeah. I think that's worst-case scenario for us at the moment. Yeah. yeah. And that's why this season... Unless yeah. unless keeping the Pac-12 name alone for the next two years gets us a seat playoff. at the college football playoff, yeah. then we could make two years of some noise. Yeah. And make well, a little bit extra money. But if they change well, that Well, do you think there's the a possibility program? that rather than rather than the four of us, like, I mean, Stanford could probably go independent because us? Notre Dame yeah. is in their private school, whatever. Uh, do you think there's a possibility the Mountain West would just send over all of their teams to the Pac-12 and we would just call it the Pac-12 or the Pac again? And the Mountain West just becomes the Pacific Athletic Conference. Well, I think that's the most likely if because if if we can guarantee that having the name recognition of the Pac twelve, we're still a power five conference, that means we get an automatic bid. Our conference champion gets an automatic bid. But if we bring in those lesser schools, are they just gonna say like, Well, you're not a power five anymore, like you were when you were the original Pac twelve, but now you're not? We're not giving you an automatic. Bid. Well, that's where the Mountain West has to look at themselves because Air Force is part of it, and I like. I mean, technically, <laughs> I, I think academically, Air Force would be comparable to what the academics at a Pac-12 school would be. Yeah. So I mean, really, you just kind of look at the ones that are the shitheads, and like yeah. I don't like who's all in the Mountain West. I don't know, but I think at that um, point, I don't think you can. I think academics has to go out the window while you're flailing for your life. Yeah. All right. So Mountain West, San Diego State, I like. Boise State, I like. Utah State, question mark. 
Nevada, I like. San Jose State, eh. New Mexico, eh. UNLV, eh. Colorado State, eh. Fresno State, eh. Air Force, eh. And Wyoming? Yeah, that's the fact, dude. The, the Mountain West is meant. It's a, not a good, it's not a strong top to bottom conference. But I don't know if they, they have if strong we take all of those. Take all those teams at Washington State, Oregon State, uh, Cal. Stanford, and Cal, Cal, and then call it the pack. Well, how many teams is already there? <laughs> 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 11. Yeah, call it the pack fucking 15. But it's tough. I mean, we have to make sure that our conference is better than the AAC. And, like, and we, we also don't want to just – we don't want to have too uh, many – we don't have too many teams that we're paying out a bunch of shit teams that don't contribute anything, and it just weakens our margins. We got to well, there would obviously be stipulations, but if the Mountain West could rebrand themselves as the Pac-15, I think that's a win for them, but the original Pac-12 teams get more of the share. Yeah, or you or you just make the terms of a merger performance based. Um, I looked up the standings for last. Why is Devin in slow motion? I think our uh, hotspot's starting to go out. To go out. It's possible. <clears throat> I think it might have. All right. Well. Well. <laughs> that's how that one comes to an end. But the Beaver season is going to be a victory. Big season ahead for the Beavs. Well, now Tony's back. Tony, you look like Billy Currington. I can hear if Devin. He, yeah. He blonde, if he didn't have blonde hair. Devin, can you hear? Oh, I, the, okay, that was Tony. You don't, Billy Currington, he's a country singer, Tony. Look in the mirror. <laughs> Are you All right, guys. All right, we're going to wrap it up, but uh, big right. things ahead for the Beavs. Special Let's year. Beavs. Let's go, Beavs. Let's go, Beavs. I think this is, uh, I think it's going to be a special year, and it's going to somehow save the Beavs. <laughs> so we're gonna kick some ass. We're gonna kick some ass. I'm gonna go out on a little O State ballers. Be quite a year, boys. Going into Tucson again with this fucking yep.
Yeah, what a baller move to win the last Pac-12 championship. Yeah. That's how you go out. That's how you go out. I know. Yes. Our coach. The old ball coach. Come on, Skip. Championship, huh? Let's go. Yeah. 